For the first time in nearly two months, the United States is averaging more than 100,000 new coronavirus cases a day. This comes as roughly one-third of states have now detected the new variant, Omicron. John Yang has our report. Omna Delta continues to be the most dominant COVID variant, both in the United States and around the world. But with overall cases on the rise, questions abound about the Omicron variant. Caitlin Jettelina is an epidemiologist at the University of Texas Health Science Center's School of Public Health in Dallas, and she writes your local epidemiologist on Substack. Uh, Caitlin Jettelina, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, first off, given what we know about Omicron and maybe more importantly what we don't know, how concerned should people be about it in America? Yeah, you know, what we do know is concerning, but we also don't know a lot. And I think that there's a lot of hope that we don't want to lose at the same time. And so there's this balance between um, let's wait to see what the science is going to say and continue to be vigilant. Because like you said, our house is already on fire right now with Delta, and we really need to address that threat right now. Today, Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio in New York announced a vaccine mandate for private employers. What do you think of that step? I think it's the right step. You know, vaccines do a lot. Uh, they reduce transmission. We have a lot of reason to believe that boosters will play a significant role against Omicron. Um, but, you know, vaccines aren't going to do it all. It's not going to be, you know, the magic ticket. It's going to be a combination of public health mitigation measures which includes rapid antigen testing, includes ventilating spaces, and includes wearing good masks indoors. How likely, I mean, you know, we had this sort of, uh, uh, of, of concern when the Delta variant emerged, and now the Omicron variant is emerging. Are we gonna continue to see this virus tra transmute itself, uh, create different variants, and how should we be thinking about this, or how should we, we be worrying about them as they arise? Yeah, you know, you're right. This is going to continue to mutate. Um, viruses mutate. We expect this, especially with high transmission rates right now. The more opportunity we give this virus to jump from person to person, the more it is going to mutate and more it's going to change. I think what we need to understand is the direction that it's changing, as well as the severity and how well our vaccines continue to hold up against these changes. At the same time, have solutions in case they don't. For example, the vaccine manufacturers are on top of it, creating an Omicron-specific vaccine in the off chance that we do need it. And so um, really being a proactive game rather than reactive and, and staying educated on, on how this is changing and why. On your blog, you take a lot of questions from your readers. We've asked our viewers uh, to submit some questions and we wanna put them to you. Uh, Dan Pat from Sarasota, Florida, uh, I am fully vaccinated. Am I more, less, or the same at risk of getting COVID because of the Omicron variant? And if I do contract this variant, am I more, less, or the same risk of spreading the virus? That's a really good question, and he's not going to like my answer because we don't know yet. Um, you know, I think that 
if he is not fully back, if he's not boosted, he certainly should go get a booster. We have reason to believe that a booster will broaden the protection, not just against Delta, but also other variants of concern like Omicron. We think our hypothesis is that we're going to have a lot more breakthrough cases with Omicron, but we are optimistic that those with the three or, you know, boosted uh, will have a less likelihood of severe disease and death. Like I said, we don't know the data yet. We should be expecting it to come within the next week or so. And then we have from uh, Kathy Webb in Ames, Iowa, we're, of course, approaching the holiday season when a lot of people are going to be traveling. She just simply asked, is it safe to travel? Yeah, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, if you're boosted, if you wear a really good mask, and I'm talking N95s, you should be very confident in that, you know, protection bubble you have around you. Um, thankfully, also, airlines are uh, still requiring masks. They are enforcing masks as well. So I'm really not concerned about the airplane specifically. I would be more worried about exposure getting to and from the airplane. And this is really where you need to distance yourself, continue to wear a mask, and remain vigilant. But then once you land wherever you're going before your Christmas break, do rapid antigen tests. Use that as a quote-unquote day pass. Um, to make sure that everyone that's at that holiday family gathering is as safe as possible. Along those same lines, Dr. Fauci said yesterday that they may lift the South Africa travel ban on, on visitors coming into the United States. And just today, uh, the CDC stepped up its advisory against travel, Americans traveling to more places like France and Portugal. Overall, what do you think of this, these travel advisories and bans both coming and going? Yeah, you know, travel bans to a few select countries is not a public health um, evidence-based uh, policy. It just doesn't work really well. It, it would work great if we shut down all borders, but we didn't do that, and we are a bit delayed. You know, Omicron right now is in 49 different countries. And so, you know, yeah, we may slow down spread maybe seeds from South Africa, but that doesn't mean it's not coming other places. And so what that means to me is that our response on the ground in the United States really needs to be proactive with testing and vaccines. Uh, now from uh, Michelle Joyce in Eugene, Oregon, she says, I'm a parent uh, and I'm very concerned to hear that there has been an increase in child hospitalizations in South Africa for children under five. Is this variant more dangerous for kids? Yeah, I'm a parent of two under two as well. And so I've been paying really close attention to this. And that is true. It looks like Omicron um, kids with Omicron are going to the hospital at higher rates than with Delta. But it's really important to realize that we don't know why yet. But I think it's really important to keep in mind that what happens in one country doesn't necessarily happen in others. The landscapes are very different. Um, vaccination rates, behaviors, environments, genetics. And so we need to track the epidemiological data um, on the ground in the United States to ensure that this is a generalizable signal. And from uh, Caitlin Jeffers in Los Angeles, how likely is it for someone with natural antibodies post-COVID infection to be reinfected with the Omicron variant? So this is actually the one piece of uh, solid scientific data we've gotten so far with Omicron. It came out about two or three days ago, and it was um, 
not very great. It showed that a reinfection rate with Omicron is about three times higher than with Delta. And so in other words, infection-induced immunity is not doing a great job at stopping Omicron. And this is really why the WHO, the CDC, and every epidemiologist I know is recommending vaccinations right now, um, especially boosters. Caitlin Gentilina, your neighborhood epidemiologist. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.